Dirty Hooers. Cross-Atlantic nitpicking about Doctor Who. From four grown adults who should probably know better. From four grown adults who should probably be working. We're not afraid to say it like it is. All the word bollocks. www.dirtywhoers.com Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. If you like that kind of thing. Also on Facebook. Deal with it. Geronimo! Fantastic. LRC. Cock. With your hosts. Number one assistant. Terry Lightfoot. Oolong Sputters Sputnik. Resident Pixie. Fuchsia Begonia. Lord President Sen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to talk about Terror of the Zygons, which is not Dr. Sinalaris Monster because that was the book, right? Right. Everybody clear? Okay, now this is the last time we see the brig for a bit. It's the last time we see Harry for a bit. It's set in Scotland. We're talking about the fourth Doctor, 1975, The Golden Years. Written by Robert Banks Stewart, who also wrote Seed of Doom a couple of years later. No, next year, isn't it? 76 Seed of Doom. Very day of the Triffids. And directed by Douglas Camfield. And of course, he did Seed of Doom as well. And Inferno. Quite a lot Dalek's of Master Plan. Web of Fear. Let's get some ratings out of the way. Should we go ladies first and start with Fuchsia? I thought you said ladies first. Oh, we love you. 20 with a very substantial tip, particularly as you get to see Harry in his full naval uniform. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I I would give it a 20. I like the story a lot. Same. Same as Fuchsia and Terry. 20 with a generous tip. Yeah, same here. 20 and a very, very generous tip. In fact, next time you can come again, as long as she brings a friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the tip. How about bagpipes? Let's bring bagpipes. That's the tip. Next time, bring a friend. There's your tip. <laughs> there was very little wrong with this episode. It was a great story, good pacing, awesome premise. The first of many in the Tom Baker era where there was an alien that has always been here and no one noticed. We're pretty unobservant and crap as a rule, as a species. We, yeah. They're very sneaky and they whisper, okay, so no one would hear them anyway. The only reason this isn't a 50 is because it had some real groaner moments in it. It's like this was the beginning of them trying to make Doctor Who really funny with Tom Baker and they didn't go quite too far with this one. I mean, it wasn't Horns of Nymon, certainly, but... <laughs> Still not um, seen that one. Is that one really bad? Oh fuck! I like horns. I like that one. I don't know why everyone hates that one. I because it's shit. No, it's not. Shut up. It is. No, it's not. Yeah, we're not talking about that one. I don't know. I liked it. I guess I don't know what else to say. It's usually <laughs> our podcasts are pretty boring when we all agree. <laughs> Well, when we all like something, then we have nothing to rant about. It's fun when we rant together. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so there you go. I remember this so vividly when I was a kid because the Zygons were so different to anything that we'd ever had. These were really, mm. really alien. Mm. And I know we'd had aliens, but normally they're just guys with painted faces right. and funny stripy wigs or something, or a bobbly penis green thing, or you know, all the controls were alien and all that, and all they could be anybody. Oh. Even as a kid, though, I remember thinking, that is a really sad papier-mâché glove puppet. That is fucking bollocks. <laughs> We've had this massive build-up of the Scarrison strolling across the moors and all this kind of running with the detector on him and all this kind of crap. And no, it's just fucking... Basically, <laughs> with a giraffe complex. It is. It is. It's <laughs> fucking dreadful. And that's what doesn't make it a 50 for me. These these are the great years for me as a kid when I was watching Doctor Who. It was a very long time before I saw it again. And it stood the test of time. It's never felt hollow and weighted. The Brigadier's called to the Doctor. I don't really remember that happening prior to this when I was a kid. And at the time, so much was dependent in England on gas and what was going on and what the Labour government was doing. It was all over the telly all the time. Gas, 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 gas. You couldn't go near Scotland. It was just covered in pipes being shipped north to play off on something like this. And I think this is something that Robert Banks-Stewart, he was Scottish. And I think it just must have been so in his psyche that this was happening around that time. Interesting. It's such a great plot. You know, the weird, creepy sister around the sick bay. And I remember learning about bubbles in the blood and things from this. It was kind of oddly educational for me in a very BBC sort of way. And of course, the Zygon ship takes off at the end and holy motherfucking Jesus shit, it's really good. It is. It is. Really good. One of Even the now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I liked all the characters too. The gamekeeper's just such a big slab of meat and stuff. That is one of my favourite comments. It's not going to be my favourite quote. It's like, oh, his name's terribly Gaelic. You couldn't possibly pronounce it. I.e., the writers <laughs> couldn't be asked to think of one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the stuff about energy conferences was all over the news back then. So, oddly, to me, this was very current. It is odd how sometimes really old Doctor Who episodes, you watch them and you think, yeah, I know that was written because of the politics of the time. 30-odd years later, Soddle's actually changed. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, sadly. This kind of weirdly fits into the unit dating controversy oh, no, as well. Oh, no. Because yes. the Brigadier actually calls the Prime Minister Madam. Madam. Yes. But Thatcher didn't come in until 1979 you know some writer just threw that in wondering if anyone would notice oh we're we're futuristic there's a female yeah. prime minister in five it'll years never years. happen yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think the, for me the best that can be said about this is when they're talking about it in school reunion and Sarah Jane and Rose Tyler are going through a list of things like werewolves mm. and all the sisters and she just goes the Loch Ness yeah. monster and it just shuts the fuck up yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, that's what this episode it's got the fucking Loch Ness monster in it. <laughs> Not the Loch Ness monster that's five foot eight and fell through a time portal. The real, oh, yeah, the real one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great that we're going to see Zygons again. I think we're probably going to see quite a few aliens and a few bits and pieces around the 50th and Christmas and stuff. Especially as, at the time we're recording this last night, obviously there was an announcement. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Gosh, I never there. would have noticed. <laughs> I don't know, it's like the whole fucking world's gone apeshit as well. Is uh, anyone surprised? Yeah, the most recast role ever, somebody <laughs> leaving that role. What the fuck? How is that? He's been telegraphing it since yeah. the poor lad actually took the role four years ago. Oh, he's going to be leaving, he's going to be leaving, he's going to be Oh, yeah. Oh, he is this time. Okay, fine. Everybody's well, acting so shocked and horrified. <laughs> yeah, in a few episodes' time, we're going to do a review of the whole of the last season of Doctor Who. Oh, we are. We are. We are. I thought we were going to do that next. <laughs> 
Producer, they're not supposed to know that we're so fucking lazy we get together and record three or four back to back. It's it's not professional. It's off brand. We have to limit ourselves to a certain number of episodes that we do like this though, or by the time we get to the last one we're so fucking rat arsed and sweary that you can't understand us and it just hits the cutting room floor. So who else would like a crack at this? Fuchsia, go on, you have a go. Well, as I've mentioned before, the really weird thing is, I mean, what I was... Did you say this was 75? So I was four at the time. Oh, dear. And that was a twinkle in your daddy's eye. Shut up, Tony. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what fucking accent was Hello. that? Seriously. I have no idea. It was, it was a twinkle in my daddy's eye. They're always trying to take me lucky charms. Right? <laughs> Actually, I think he was trying to do Munro, the head of the company, because we sat there for ages going, is he Irish? Is he American? Yeah. No, I think right. he's from Newfoundland. I got that. He's from Terrible. Newfoundland. Danny boy. Danny boy. Yeah. Come in he's, over. He, he's okay. Canadian because he actually says A at the end of a sentence, at which point we thought oh. so oh. I was just sitting there like, is he American? Because that's not quite American. It's kind of sucking. Yeah. What is it? No, I think he's from Newfoundland. Mm. Okay. He's slightly Irish, slightly American, mostly mm-hmm. drunk. Right. <laughs> the really weird thing is that I have very strong memories memories of Sarah Jane, Harry. You didn't just before. have very strong memories. You didn't I just did not say memories. I did not. You did. I did not. I did not. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I have very strong recollections of Girl. Harry and Sarah Jane and the fourth doctor, but I don't tend to remember the individual stories particularly. So I always enjoy watching the three of them together because they do work beautifully in each other's company. But it's so sad as well because this is the one where Harry goes. And I mean, I know he gets to come back as a robot in a couple of stories' time. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just not the same. I really liked Harry. He was hopeless, but in a really sort of sweet, ineffectual, inoffensive way. I agree. He was our Rory. Mm. Yes. You'll notice that Harry's not too broken up at the end. He's like, uh, no, I'll stay right here. Yeah. But there is one quote in one of the episodes that was it he's considered odd even for the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just sums him up perfectly, bless him. This garrison's awful. But again, it's done with such love and gusto, you can't really dislike it because they're having fun and you can see they're having fun. It is a solid story. It's an interesting story. Poor old Shuey McPhee and his bagpipes. <laughs> Nobody who hasn't seen Crossroads is going to know who Shuey McPhee is. It was nope. a truly dire soap opera in Britain in the 70s and 80s and they resurrected it again, what, about 10, 15 years ago, I think? And it was bad. Yes. It was terribly bad. It made most of the soap operas look positively Oscar-worthy and the guy playing the bagpipe-playing landlord was the chef in Crossroads. I just can't help seeing him and laughing because his accent was just as bad in that as well. (laughs) There's all the lovely little touches with the duplicates. The fact that nobody seems bothered that the gamekeeper shot an injured man. (laughs) I know, I'm saying. Somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you do that sort of thing all the time in Scotland? (laughs) It's just well, really strange. Scary place. Yeah. And you can say Harry in a naval uniform. <laughs> What's wrong about that? <laughs> Gonna be okay. I think as far as I can see. <laughs> I'm perfectly heterosexual, but there's no wrong with Harry in a naval uniform. God. <laughs> Terence? Well, this is one of my favorite stories. I really love Sarah Jane in this. Well, the three of them are great, but Sarah Jane's so funny in this. She's just, what's that? Oh, it's whatever, some kind of transmitter, blah, 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 backup transmitter. And she's like, well, what if that fails? <laughs> and he just gives her that hmm. evil, evil look like, fuck you, Sarah Jane. But this is a kid's <laughs> show, so I'll just look at you. <laughs> 
That was so funny. And she's looking at the kilt on the brigadier. And <laughs> that was so cute. And she's just, oh, my God. And hey, he's pretty good at it. Yeah, he did. And and he's all like, don't forget, my family name is uh, Lethbridge Stewart, yada, yada. And she's like, oh, I thought you were doing a doctor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> he gets so insulted. That outfit the doctor's wearing, though, is just with a ridiculously cheap, crappy time of shanty. Yeah. And the, and the, <laughs> the biggest pom-pom. The little scarf. Of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 Sarah's wearing his hat and Harry's yeah. wearing his scarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you're watching it, you're like, Harry's wearing the scarf. The scarf. You know, so cute. But anyway... <laughs> Aside from these unimportant things. Hey, same eyeballs on the deer as on the monster. They <laughs> apparently had a big box full of those. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Lispy Scott. Who, which one was he? Was he the owner, the landlord? It's like... Dee, 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 dee. The effeminate landlord. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, Shuey, Shuey McPhee, yeah. Yeah, that guy. I don't know. I really liked his character. I liked him. He was fun. I liked the funny way he was talking. You know, I don't know enough to know a crappy Scottish accent, but I know a funny one. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he is Scottish. It's just a really awful Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's a great story. Great plot. All the cliffhangers were pretty good. I love that part when the doctor puts his hand in the pocket to throw away the transmitter and it bites him. That was really cool. You're like, ooh, the organic tech. It's got a bit of a consciousness of its own. That was pretty neat. The organic tech is awesome apart from the bit where Tom's fondling the, the sticky outy bits in that room that, that was yeah. just a bit uncomfortable to watch but yeah the fact they sort of like groping the funguses to get them to do anything it's just really alien it's nothing that you yeah. could recognise and it's just such a cool set design I remember when I originally saw it just being completely impressed by that and it stayed with me forever and ever I'm waiting for them to show the inside of a Zygon spaceship again because I love that idea I love that it looks squishy like if you're walking mm, not going to get it. We're not going to get it. Oh, so. shut up. Let me uh, imagine. No, they look like they had a can of Cheese Whiz and they used it on <laughs> all the props. <laughs> Yeah. And then they sprayed everything with olive oil or something. I don't know. It's great. Well, and- it couldn't have been Cheese Whiz because I'm sure Tom had the munchies after, you know, <laughs> popping off and having a drink and he probably would have started eating the set. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the way they were, like, handling those things. It's a good thing that they made the ends of all those... Uh, <laughs> Stalks. Uh, Go for stalks. At <laughs> the ends of all the stalks turn outward. You know, they, yeah, it looked like mushrooms. Wise design choice. <laughs> Having to fiddle with your fungus. Yeah. Hang on. So, you know the Loch Ness Monster, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the Borad from Time Lash, though? I haven't seen Time Lash. Couldn't comment. The really disturbing thing about the Scarrison was the little quiet line that you can only just hear because of the rasping voice sound effects, where they're going on about living off its lactic fluids. Ugh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all done that when our gyro didn't come. <laughs> They were just so alien, weren't they? Yeah. They were brilliant. Uh, so alien. Great costumes. Gorgeous costumes. And do you know, Sen said something before that this was the start of the making comedy episodes, and he's right, but I never really saw this as a comedy no. episode. No. Even though the Doctor was wearing silly stuff and things like that, now you say it, yeah, quite often it is played for gags. But at a good level, you're right. Yeah. This one had the balance. I think it started going downhill a season or two after this. Mm. Yeah. I mean, did you notice as well with the Zygon costumes that they're not all completely the same? They're all slightly different. Or they certainly looked as if they were all slightly different. Yeah. 
And I mean, you couldn't see the zips. They're beautiful. They really are gorgeous costumes. Except at the very end when that guy falls on his stomach and you see, oh, he's wearing a jersey, a Zygon jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look at this season. I mean, arguably Terror of the Zygons is one of the weak links of the season. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you look at the Zygons, pretty great. This is Planet of Evil. Planet of Evil is a bit... I don't know. I love. Oh, I like Planet of Evil. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but you got Pyramids of Mars, Mars, Android Invasion, which is okay. Brain of Morbius. Yay! Fucking a, and (laughs) Seeds of Doom, which is also outstanding. I mean, this is the goods right here. Yeah. Yeah. Is Musk of That opens the next season, which okay, is uh, even better. Mm-hmm. I mean, season yeah. 14 has Deadly Assassin and Talons yeah. of Wing Chiang in the same season. Yeah, you just can't compete with Oh that my game. god. That's just... I, oh, oh, can I just throw in one more comment? Extra points to Evil Harry. He was really... Oh, yeah. <laughs> He was very single. Model, yeah, wasn't he? he's just like, yeah. get away from me! I gotta go out the door. Don't block me. Go. Because yeah. <laughs> proper Harry would never ever treat a lady ne- like that. Right. Never, ever. And then when he's in the haystacks and they made him have that evil tiger eyes, God, <laughs> scary. Were you getting all over excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was scared of him. That was like really violent when he was going for Sarah Jane with the pitchfork, and then he falls on it. Ew. <laughs> Impales himself on a piece of machine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was horrible. That was gnarly. <laughs> gnarly, yes, yeah. quite. You just need to take deed now when we're sorted. Gnarly dude. <laughs> So, anyway, listen, a lot of people posted comments on the Facebook page, so we're going to give it a few name checks. Good old James Bloodworth was a particular fan of the Brigadier in a Kilt, who couldn't be Chris Buchanan. Kind of a sad episode, he says, in retrospect. Ian Martyr's last mm. appearance as yeah. a regular. Yeah, absolutely. Until the days of Celery Boy, we didn't see the Brig. R.I.P.L. Boy to Ian Martyr. Very true. Jacob Wood says, I wear a beret now. Berets are cool. <laughs> it's technically a time of shampoo, but we'll let you yeah. off with that, Jacob. J.B. Anderson, I don't care if it looks cheesy. The Scarrison chomping on the signal device and the Thames is laugh out loud. Mark Chittick <laughs> says, I'm not sure about bringing them back. I say let Zygons be Zygons. No, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff Waddle says it's Scottish, therefore, by definition, it's brilliant. Quite a few people agree with him there. Steve Wally, great story, though the pitchfork scene still makes him shudder, no matter how often mm. he watches it. Mark Nuttall says, stop motion. Just sad for the loss of Ray Harry Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, Jacob Woods, Zygons will be returning for the 50th. We know, Jacob. Mm, I don't think we're going to see the inside of a spaceship. Angus Gulliver says Zygons are cool. Zygons are, like bow ties, as you say, cool. Good start, terrible end, says mm. Shane Rivet. Kenneth Parker Shin says porridge should be eaten only with a sprinkle of salt. Absolutely, Kenneth, I couldn't agree with you. No. Milk and sugar are for Sassanax. Sugar and warm milk. Bollocks. <laughs> Absolute horse. Eamon McGrath said Harry's been shot. Philip Oakenfold said Tom O'Shanta. Okay. Um, Brainlock has lupus. Uh, oh, I'll th- oh, fuck, dude. Your name just gets longer. Needs or kills. <laughs> I'm so glad we have a Facebook page. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Pleasure to give you a name check and all good stuff. Going to do quotes now, then. Yeah. Yes, this is very quotable. It is. 
I quite like the bit where he says, you've been hiding too long, Broton. It's become a habit. Plan to conquer the world. Can't rule the world in hiding. Got to come out onto the balcony sometimes and wave a tentacle, if you'll pardon the expression. That's a classic. That's, classic. that's one of the best ones ever. It feels like an ad-lib by Tom Baker. I don't know if that's true. I'm sure oh, he had plenty of those. <laughs> I'm sure he did. It's the last line, actually, on the lead-up to the last line, which is just hilarious and made us laugh out loud. And it's the bit where the Duke turns to the brigadier and says, well, I'll be. Do they have return tickets? Said, yes, I imagine so. <laughs> so. You should have taken them and got your refund, man. I thought you yeah. were a Scotsman. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Capital <laughs> racism, there we go. <laughs> uh-huh. At least it was written yeah, by no. a Scotsman, so... <laughs> It's another good old-fashioned Tom Baker morality rant, which makes you wonder if they were scripted or not. Where he goes, it's about time the people who run this planet of yours realize that to be dependent upon a mineral slime just doesn't make sense. See, and that's why to start with, I'd missed the credits, and I thought it was a Bob Holmes story. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. it was to get the time, but it very yeah. much felt Bob Holmes story because of that eco-awareness sort of uh, thing. Yeah. I don't have a quote, but I just want to mention one of my all-time favorite moments of the story that I forgot to mention before, and that is at the very end. Tell me I'm wrong, but the brig is like sniffling and sort of holding back a little tear when they say goodbye. And so are we, ladies and gentlemen, as we close this podcast. Next episode, we'll be heading into the most current mm-hmm. season. We'll be looking at Crimson Horror next, so do join us. Don't forget, we're on Google+, Plus, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're all over the interweb. Come and join us so that you can slide us <laughs> off in person. Be gentle with us. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Do we really... Don't be gentle with me. Tie me up and beat me. Tie me. Tie me up. Tie me up and beat me. God. We have been the Dirty Hills Doctor Who podcast. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to the Dirty Hills Doctor Who podcast. Follow us on iTunes or at dirtywhoers.com. Find us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. Oh, yeah, we're also on Facebook. See you next time. I forgot one thing. Are you peeing in a cup? Are you peeing? It's very it's fizzy, fizzy. Fizzy pee. He spit on the sherbet fountains again. He like <laughs> drinks so much champagne. It okay, now let me just pour myself a drink. And <laughs> that was wonderful.